turn on the What's up, Joel? Not much, man. Not much. <laughs> Not much. Uh, same old, same old. Yeah. Not to change. Yeah. Here we are. High and low. I got the low end. You got the high end. Yes. Let's just you. jump right into it. Unless you got, you got anything? Uh, I got nothing. Breaking to say. news. Breaking news. Hmm. Uh, doesn't look like it. Nah. <laughs> All right. Now, I know I'm going to butcher this name because it's an Irish name. Uh, Limavady. L-I-M-A-V-A-D-Y. Limavady. Hmm. Uh, single malt from Ireland. Let me make sure on that. I thought it was Irish. 1750 distillery. Huh? Okay. Um, independent whiskey initiative realized in partnership with Whistle 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 Pig. Whistle Pig whiskey, yeah. And Whistle Pig is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is source from MGP. Huh. So it's a initiative. I wonder what that means. Hmm. Independent whiskey initiative. Yeah, it's a product of Ireland. Imported by Whistle Pig. Huh. So it's What's the specs on this? Okay. Forty six percent. Okay. Seven hundred milliliter. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool bottle, yeah, pretty cool. Kind of a glass cap. Never even seen that before. Hasn't caught my eye at least. Yeah, Lamavity. All right. Price range? Okay, so this is like 30, in the low 30s. Oh, okay. I don't remember because I bought it a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I do remember it was in the low 30s and I'm like, huh, cool bottle, cool name. It's new, never seen it. And it's a single malt from Ireland. And the price is like really low. So I'm like, okay. Oh, huh. Well, this changed a lot since I remember it. Hmm. Very grainy. Very grain forward. Almost like, um, not the same, but you know how like a mezcal or a, a tequila can be real earthy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely some earth Earthy. Tones. Yeah. Pretty earthy. Hmm. It does remind me of a grain whiskey. Hmm. Let's see what else it says. Hard to explain on that taste. What's going on here? Triple distilled, small batch. Finished in X bourbon barrels and PX sherry casks. PX sherry? Mm-hmm. I guess that's where the sweetness comes from, but you think it would be darker. 
Right? Why is it so light? Uh, Sherry's light. PX Sherry? Uh, I don't know. Pedro Jimenez? Usually that's kind of dark, right? I thought. Uh, I could be wrong. I don't know. Well, they also don't say the amount. Like, it could be, you know, 10% Sherry. Hmm. Huh. It's kind of an interesting story, though. The whistle pig and this kind of what is it called again? A uh, initiative? Whiskey initiative? Huh. I wonder if that's like a. You know, where you get enough people backing you. Oh, and you, yeah, it could be. You know, one of those things. Fundraising thing. Hmm. Yeah, it kind of... Wow. It's funky. Isn't it? Yeah. It's funky, man. It's funky. It's definitely an acquired taste. I'm like, going to say... Don't, I don't dislike it. Almost like... Feet. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it it has like um a corn chip taste to it. Musty. Mm-hmm. There we go. Mm-hmm. Musty is the Musty. Huh. Grandpa. Grandpa's sweater or something. Yeah. Got some bad cologne going on. Well, you know what, though? It being Irish, good for them for making something that is not straight up 100% the classic Irish type of... It's definitely unique. Yeah. Yeah, the funkiness, uh, I did not notice right away. I mean, when I first opened it. But that's, uh... Maybe, uh, maybe they had some funky casks. Or the grains that they use? Because I know Whistlepig is actually a farm, too, so... But, like I said, it doesn't really give us a... Uh, a true thing that says like a collaboration or something. Mm-hmm. It's like initiative. Like, right. What is that? It's really not saying a lot. <clears throat> huh. Hmm. I don't hate it. No, I don't hate it either. But am I in love with it? I don't love it. Hmm. Yeah, but. It's alright. It's unique. Yeah. Something different. I'm thinking that this has to be like a craft type of distillery in Ireland. I guess. This is what kind of craft distilleries do. Right. Kinda. Mm-hmm. Small batch. Doing something different. Because they don't have enough of the... I don't know. I don't know if they reach out to Whistle Pig to help them out with some stuff or whatever. But it tastes like a brand new craft whiskey that's getting it start. Mm-hmm. That hasn't established themselves yet. Like what we did with um, what's the Wisconsin Distillery here? It was your bottle. It was like clear as water. Oh, it was a lacrosse. Lacrosse. It kind of gives me uh-huh. like yeah. a lacrosse Earthy. vibe. Earthy yeah. like that. But maybe that's just their style. I don't know. Maybe it's not necessarily craft whiskey thing. Because we have had craft whiskey. And it's not like earthy. Like Starlight. J. Henry Dancing Goat. 
I wonder if they actually put it in the barrel or they just use the staves. I mean, it could be finished in a pH sherry. I mean, yeah. Just for a, a little bit. A week? Just for <laughs> I a don't little, know. Yeah, a tiny <laughs> bit. A day? Who knows? But it is very light in color. Yeah. But the bottle is cool. Yeah, the label See, is cool too. Yeah. Nothing against the whiskey, but if the bottle is more enticing than what's inside the glass. Huh. Check this out. Bottle number 205 out of 846. Oh, so very little. Yeah, it's a small batch. Barrel number 134. Hmm. Okay. It seems to be on the up and up. Yeah, but it's very funky, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I waited a long time because this did not have this. It's like someone made earthy this funkiness. with all the grains in their farm and got like a blender. And it's like everything is like fresh. <laughs> like whatever grain that they use, wheat, barley, I could taste it. It's like someone's Irish grandfather made this as his hobby. And he's like, yeah, I bottled this on my, myself. <laughs> and the, the the bottle was like someone's grandfather would just have around. Wouldn't surprise me if the yeast is like not your ordinary yeast. Yeah, it's something definitely is different about this. Wow. Lamavare. Lamavare? Lamavari. Limavada. D. Huh. Cool. Well, I think I know what I'm going to rate this. Limav, Addy. <laughs> What are, you, what are you gonna give it? It's unique. Let's yeah, see the direction name. that they. You know, it's kind of growing on me. I'm not like disliking it more and more. No, 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 no. no. Like I. It's not a bad whiskey. Started it's not to with Belcones. It's not. Yeah. Malt. Belconi's malt, I hate more and more. You <laughs> said something there. That's what it's reminding me of. Belconi's malt? Yeah, that's what it's the reminding funkiness? me of. The funkiness? Yep. That's what exactly what it's reminding me of. But not the oxidized vermouth garbage that they... <laughs> it just... It wants you... Once you taste it, you can't untaste it. Yeah, it, it, it stays it is funky. with you. This is funky, yeah. and that is funky for sure. I almost am getting a hint of peat smoke. Yeah. But maybe I'm just... A smidge? Like, so, yeah. Like, Even the finish is smoky, kind of. You think? Hmm. Or charred. Maybe something. that's where the funkiness is coming from. It's like a... I don't know. This is all over the a place A weird for me. peat. This is... Huh. I'm going to give it, just because it's me, I don't know. It's just not my profile, man. 79. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking 80. Yeah, um, 79 for me. Simply because in this price range, there's a lot of... There's a lot of these cheap malts that are just cookie cutter, you know, like blenders. You would only use them for blending a, as a, a cocktail because it's just, it's just this right here bland. Is, man, 
Yeah, it's a lot going on. Just, just not my profile. Mm-mm. No. Definitely gotta keep this bottle, though. Oh, yeah. Be your infinity bot bottle. <laughs> but it's uh, definitely something that, if you have it in your collection like you do, have people to try, because it's something different. It is different. It's probably a bottle that people love and a bottle that people hate. <laughs> it's a love and hate bottle. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't hate it. I mean, but I don't love it either. I'm in between. Um, I'm not opposed to it at all, but... It's just... <sighs> yeah, it's just not my profile, man. After the stuff that we have reviewed so far and all that stuff, and I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing a 15-year of this peated. Like, heavily peated. And, like, a and actually in a PX, PX Shuri. Yeah, not just For a longer finished, period of time. Because when you said PX Shuri, I was like, why is it so white? But, what if it was like the color of the one that you had from Lacrosse? That was like super light. And it got this color because it was from the PX Sherry. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting like a coal fire smoke. When you get like PX Sherry stuff, you're supposed to get like uh, the plum and dried fruit, dark sweetness. I'm not getting any of that. Something with this funk or whatever grain that they use is <laughs> just throwing me off. It's throwing me off, That's man. It's a funky malt. I'm going to have to use a different glass now. Which I had one. but Yeah, seven and a half for me. Okay. Yeah. Lamavity. It's love something. I don't know how else you could say it. Well, we already pretty much <laughs> crapped all over... Uh, Balconis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is a love or hate bottle right here, but Balconis. Oh, <laughs> I'd rather have that. The Lamavade than Balconis. Like, the Balconis yeah. rye. I yeah, do, I, I'm not I do saying like all Balconis. I'm yeah. saying that they're but most of their pro most of their products, Oof. yes. Like, Baby Blue? No, 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 no. That's not... It makes me blue when I drink that. <laughs> I I came I was rifling through oh, my bottles you're gonna and do I that came, to me, huh? came across that bottle. I'm like, <laughs> no, not tonight. It's lined up though. We haven't oh, we haven't actually covered I'm it. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Sorry about this, listeners. I like the baby blue more than I like their malt because it's just corn whiskey. Yeah, but the but their rye seems malty, which that's why I probably like it because it's so different. But I don't know, I don't know. But there's people that love Balconis. They got a funk. Their DNA is funky. Is Balconis DNA? A guy uh, that I work with, uh, I gave him a bottle of like just the standard bourbon of Balconis. He Emily was working in, you know, downtown. It was like they were doing something for pre-St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. They had a beer release, and I was like, well... And then the Bucks game was going on, too. So I was like, oh, I wish I had a driver or whatever so they could just circle around the block because I know parking is going to be unbelievable. And I was like, if I just ride down there by myself, I'm not going to find a parking space. <laughs> Then it was raining, and I'm like, okay. And then this guy actually helped me out, so he drove me there to just pick up my beer. So I gave him a, nice. <laughs> a Balcones, because I have it hanging around, because he's not a well, whiskey guy. And man, you think that I gave him a Pappy Van Winkle 25 year. He loved it. <laughs> yes. Or 23. It's no 25. But he loves it. He's like, man, I thought you were just giving me a mixer. Man, that I'm, I'm only going to break that on the special occasions. I was like, whoa. 
It's like, good for you. So, it's all about someone's palate, I guess. Yeah. Not mine. I tried two or three times after we reviewed that malt of theirs, and every time I try it, I hate it more and more, and I just, like, I can't. I mean, Balconis is around for a reason, and people love it. Like, that bourbon one that I gave him is not bad. I mean, but, hey, as long as he enjoys it. Yeah, I and... As far as that goes, I don't. I don't think I've tried but three of their products: the rye, the, the rye, bourbon, the bourbon, the baby blue, and baby blue. Yeah. But you had the no, the rye. You had a single malt, the malt, right? The rye, the malt, and the baby blue is the yeah. only stuff I've tried. So I had four. Then, huh? But I'm I'm glad he's enjoying it though. I wasn't trying Dude. to be like, oh, I got to get rid of this, but I saw it was the only. I had a. It was unopened, so <laughs> I was like, "Oh, he probably liked this, maybe." And he did; he loved it. Hmm. Well, All right. You want to pause it? Mm-mm. Rinse a glass, or just switch a glass? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna switch one. There you go. I rinsed. Oh one. yeah, we're good. Actually, this is. All right. So I have the high. I don't think mine's will be uh, as funky as <laughs> Dill's. But can you beat an eighty? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I can, man. <laughs> uh, let's see here what I got. You know the the first thing I thought of when I smelled that. Was oh this is funky, but I didn't want to say it like I didn't want to say funky, that the first funky. thing that came to my mind. Oh that's funky. But then when you said it's funky, I'm like yeah yeah yeah. All right, what do you got? So back to my profile, one of my favorite distilleries. Even though when we went on the tour, it wasn't the best distillery that we went to as far as tours. Yeah, not but you know creep. my profile. Yeah, good old Jim Bean. Jim Bean. And one thing that I loved about Jim Bean was they made barrel-proof whiskey. And it got me into my barrel-proof whiskey-liking journey. And today I have an oh. oldie, an oldie, oldie, but goodie. Oh, yeah. 2016-06 Booker's No Hard Times Batch. Now, the funny thing about this is... When this bottle came out, this was like 60 bucks. <laughs> now, the prices definitely went up on Booker's. Yeah. So, that's why people are hating on it, because now the quality is probably not the same as this. It's still good, but is it $100 worth? It depends on the person. I still think that they're... It's 100 bucks now for a bottle of Booker's? Yeah, basically. Um, Ashley... Story Hill BKC, I saw, I passed up on, wow, me passing up on a bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had the latest batch of Booker's, um, probably when I was there in January, and it was like one thirty, something like that, and that's probably what you're going to get nowadays, and then some people I see charge 200 bucks for a Booker's now, which is crazy, because I don't think they release it as much. It used to just sit on the shelves and stuff and now you really don't see it. So uh, <clears throat> two thousand sixteen, huh? Yeah. So that's is that the earliest one you have? Yep. Okay. Yep. Earliest one. And they they had many good batches um after this, like um oh my gosh. Something porch. I can't even think of it now. But um, Backyard Barbecue was probably after this, but No Hard Times, which really doesn't get talked about a lot, but it was a good batch. How do they, they just, every year they give it a name, but it's called just Booker's, So, uh, I think they used to do four batches a year, now it's down to three. Um, 
And now I can't even keep up with the three that they do a year now because now they're so hard to get. Yeah. Um, and then they do something special like, um, oh my gosh, think of his name. Can't think of it right now. But they have a little book series too that the Sun. Oh right. Does which are pretty good. Um, chapter six. I heard was not great because they did a blend of like five, four, four, and four or something like that. And I'm like, um, why would what? I pay hundreds of dollars for that kind of blend or something? But uh, get a knob creek. I have a I have a five and a four little book. Um, so yeah, so I know you've been wanting to. Tried Booker's for a while. I don't know if you ever had Booker's, have you? One time, over at uh, Dempsey's, he he brought a. Oh, the he probably has that Kentucky tea batch or. I don't know whatever. which one. I didn't look. But this is an old school one. So this is uh, six years, ten months, and one day, and that's one thing that I love. That's why I became a Jim Beam fan. Like everyone thought that you could get so much flavor out of this high age stuff. And what they did was like, okay, we're going to age it for a nice time, like six years or seven, mm-hmm. and put it at a nice proof and, you know, get your money's worth like 60 bucks. A heck of a deal. So I mean, you're just about here. paying that for Knob Creek 12, right? Man, Knob Creek 12 is uh More. 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 I even don't see that. Yeah, I wish I could see it for fifty bucks. I think the last one I paid for it was like seventy something. Because you just don't, you just don't see it anymore. That's a thing about American whiskey now. I'm smelling a lot of Knob Creek Twelve in this. That Jim Beam profile is yeah, my profile, man. It is peanut shells all day. Yeah, or peanut butter. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna taste it, but this is cask strength, right? Yeah, one twenty-seven. Oh yeah, I it's almost sixty-four percent. So Freddie, the son, <clears throat> he does a little book series, and I think it was chapter two or three. Of little book that people talked about and they had like high age Canadian whiskey in it and hmm. so I, I have two of his bottles that are barely open I have a four and a five and we got to review those one of these days and then I have other bookers too Green but, vegetation. But on the nose? Fresh, yeah. Mm, like plants. Well, I could get that. I'm getting that nice cinnamon. I'm getting cinnamon rolls, man. Oh. Well, this consists of really uh, good. A vintage bottle, twenty sixteen oh six. I even didn't buy it in that year. I bought this bottle probably two years ago. Oh really? Just sitting on the shelf, just <laughs> one, and I was like, "Where?" <gasps> Breeze through. No way. Yeah, Emily found it. She was like, "Wait, they got a." She was like, "It's dust all over this thing." She was like, "They got a Booker's 26. I was like, "Get it." <laughs> and I think I paid. 70 for it Ooh. at that time because mm. i was like man you're not gonna find these old batches anymore unless you go to some old country store in the wilderness or something mm. man i can't get over this nose i even didn't take not the sip sweet. yet it's not that sweet it is sweet but not oh no uh, not man. super sweet well i'm gonna need to add water to that that is that is just like too high proof. 
Good old bookers. <laughs> oh, boy. How I love you. <sighs> okay. Yeah, it's... I'm going to add some water to myself. <sighs> And this is when I became a Jim Beam fanboy. I'm not as much now, but I would say that I am because, like, having, like, some of the Knob Creek stuff straight up and whatever, even though we did that Rye thing, I kind of had a feeling that it was Jim Beam when we were doing that, but I'm like, I haven't had the 100 proof Rye in so long, I just don't know, but... I used to be pro Jim Beam. Everyone was like pro Buffalo Trace. I was like, man, get on the Jim Beam wagon. I love that profile. But the peanut shells and... Mm -hmm. I don't know how they do it. But... I, I like it in doses. I, I've i had them in cocktails and it's like... Oh, no. It isn't really mm. good in a cocktail. But sipping on once in a while, nice. Like this. Mm. Wow, I added almost a whole teaspoon and it's still 45%. Easy. Probably higher than 45%. Probably. <laughs> oh, man. Jim Beam. I'm going to be sad when this bottle's gone. So has it changed since you first opened it? Uh, Yeah, when I first opened it, it was like really, really hot. And um, definitely crazy on the peanut. Oh. But I loved it. It was like Jiffy peanut. Like chewy. And it's been open for a while. So are all Booker's cask strength? Cask yeah. strength? yeah, they're all over it. They're all like 120 okay. or something. They usually stay in that 120 something range. I don't think I've seen one like in the 130s or whatever. But they have a uh, high end Booker's. Like they have a, a Booker's Rye. Which I wish I could get my hands on it. That thing is probably so much money. And then they have a Booker's 30th bourbon, their 30th anniversary. To die for. Mm. Can't get your hands on it, though. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'm back to our point about the Nile Creek Rye. So they have uh, cash strength versions of the Nile Creek Rye. And it's probably one of the best ryes, I think, that you get at cash strength that's available on the shelf. And it's probably the closest thing that you could get to a Booker's Rye, which you can't buy, because obviously it probably has the same mash bill or something, but there's something different about it. So I can't wait to review that one day, because that is super good. Oh, gosh. I'm smelling like uh, dried uh, corn cobs. Getting that corn cob smell. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I really like the balance of this. Yeah, it's great. It's got just enough sweetness, but it's still dry. Really good. Actually, it drinks like an older whiskey, even though it's only six years old. Hmm. It does have an age statement somewhere, it yeah. says. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Six years, yep. Ten months. One day. <laughs> yeah, it's almost seven years. <clears throat> almost. 
Yes. What are you thinking? I'm got a number. Got it. Yeah. I got one too. Eighty. Do... <laughs> no, I'm just gonna say it. Eighty-eight. Okay, I was gonna go ninety. Yeah. Yeah. As far as high end stuff, it hasn't been. We we have fortunately for the both of us, we have reviewed some pretty good high end stuff, and this one is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I know people are probably going to hate us. It's like, oh, okay, they're re- reviewing an old school bookers. <laughs> they gave it an 88 and 90, and they're like, oh, what's our best high end? But it, it, it just goes that way sometimes. We've just been fortunate to run into some stuff that we can get. Hey, I even like some stuff that we've rated in the 70s. Yeah. I like it, but yeah. it's not, like, great. Just like what we had. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so you give it a seventy nine. Yeah, I'm like I would. I'm not gonna throw this out. No, Mm-mm. it's good. The only thing that we've reviewed so far that we would not drink and be happy throughout is that peanutty <laughs> and uh, something Thompson or whatever it's called. Old Thompson. Yeah. Hey, I'd be happy with Old Thompson. And, I, uh, in a pinch. What was the scotch from Total Wine? Oh. Oh, my gosh. We even have the commercial for it. <laughs> Grainstone. Yeah, Grainstone. More <laughs> like limestone. It tastes like limestone water. It's like no character, no nothing. 93 points. Total Wine gave it 93. <laughs> How? That's what I want to know. 93. Mm. Man, great bottle though. Ninety three on the mediocre scale. What Grangestone? Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought you were talking about the Bookers. Mm. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> no. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not a biggest fan as you are uh, for the profile. Yeah. I like it, like I said, in doses, though. Yeah. I love Jim Beam. I love Booker's. I love Knob Creek. And yet, I buy, like, I'll buy, like, a, you a, always a get 1. It, man. 1.75. I know. For See? parties, you know, like, the yeah. card party. But you like it, though. I do. I do. Especially the, the standard 120-proof Knob Creek. Yep. But I, if I could choose... Buffalo Trace over it, I would choose Buffalo Trace. Over like standard not or Creek. Eagle Rare. Over standard not yeah. Creek. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about like one twenty or whatever. No, just standard Knob Creek. Nine. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, this is good. I I don't know why this is so rare. I don't get it. I really don't. Why is this? Why do they only sell 500 bottles a year of this stuff? Or who knows? I, I don't know what they're doing, but they used I to never be on the see shelf. it. I never, ever see it. Not anymore, man. Where is it going? You got me. <laughs> yeah, they're hard to come by, Neil. All right. There you have it. Respectable. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as far as our bearer proofs that we have reviewed, um, I will say our best barrel pr- barrel proof that we have reviewed so far. It's part of the Jack Daniels lineup. Trying to think of mm-hmm. anything else barrel proof. I think that's about it. Because I don't know if the uh, Kentucky Owl Ten Year is considered barrel proof, but that is a daggone good whiskey, though. And I'm waiting for the right opportune time to 
finish that bottle one day or open up the other one. Probably be our 10 year anniversary. Mm. That'd be appropriate. Because that stuff is good. Because your wife loves whiskey. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm talking about like to celebrate it with friends or something. Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> talking about me and you, man. <laughs> Podcast 10 year anniversary. <laughs> nah, but for our wedding anniversary. But yeah. I mean, she won't appreciate it, but. People need to try that Kentucky Owl 10 year, but. It won't be the same anymore. Last time I was in uh, BKC, they had a bottle of that. Oh. Kentucky Owl bourbon. Oh, 300 something? Yeah. I hear the bourbon is crazy. I, I don't know what. Good? Yeah. Like better than the. Like, oh, yeah. Better than the rye? The rye, it, all of them are good. When Dixon Denton was doing it, so I don't know what batch they were selling. Hmm. I don't know anything about these new batches. But well, I never, you I never would think had the it's got to be good at that price. I mean, you will hope so. <laughs> they would get slammed if by the reviewers if it wasn't. But that that is some good stuff. Well, all right. Another one in the bag. Another one in the bag. A funky one and a. Uh, and right. we're back. <laughs> yeah, we. You had to record another a few extra minutes here because we we forgot to yeah. talk about the price. Some vital information about this Booker's. <clears throat> Booker's. 2016, 06, no hard times. <clears throat> now, the thing that the... I'm pretty sure I mentioned this earlier in the episode about... <sighs> people are between, between a rock and a hard place with Booker's now. Because probably back in this year, you know, you probably could get this for 60 to 70 bucks. Really? Yeah. And the availability was pretty good, too, because they used to sell them on the shelf. It, it, I mean, a six-year product, or six to seven years... And at barrel proof or whatever, at that price was pretty good back in the day. Yeah. Now the availability is pretty horrible. And the... How can I put this in a nice way? <laughs> uh, In the last couple of years, from... I want to say 2019 to 2021... Uh, the product has not been that great. It's been some inconsistency. Mm -hmm. uh, 2022, hmm. they had a couple of bangers, like the Kentucky Tea Batch, um, Lumberyard, if I'm not misspoken. But for the people out there that know what I'm talking about, they know what I'm talking about. But I wonder the, if that had anything to do with their renovation. Like, I don't know. Things got changed up and they just had to work out some kinks, some bugs. Maybe. Who knows? <clears throat> now, my question for you, from what you have had, um, yeah. even though this stands separate from where we are in 2023, but from this product right now, if they made it the same way that the current ones are out, how much would you pay for this? Well... Even though we're talking about a 2016 batch. Yeah. So, and am, this am was, I to say how much would I pay for a 2016 batch? Or just no, if this, this is, was brand new? Yeah, yeah. If this came out in 2023. Okay. So, you say this is about six or seven years age statement? Or yeah. This is... <clears throat> Six years and ten months. Okay. So, high proof. That's good marks. Age is um, decent. Age is de decent. It's not like a ten year. Yeah, it's not a ten year. So, and it's 75 bucks? This this day and age? 75, 80 bucks? Mm-hmm. Now, from what you're 
tasting right now from the quality and what I mentioned to you from what they have been doing in the last recent years mm. other than a couple of batches um, last year and earlier this year they have been inconsistent uh, then what would you pay uh okay so if then I, I will tell you the I price that paid the eighty dollars and I'm like oh this is worse than the year before mm-hmm I just wouldn't buy it anymore. I, yeah. I'd maybe pay 60 bucks, 50 bucks, maybe. Yeah, that's the dilemma that people are having. And so am I. But the reason why I buy it, because I'm a Jim Beam fanboy, <clears throat> and I, I love Booker's. Yeah. Um, but right now... The availability, it's not what it used to be. It's not even... I've never seen it anywhere for sale. I don't get that. And now it's probably... It's considered highly allocated now, so you're you're talking about 100 to 130 bucks. A guy just told me... (laughs) They... I think this was... Was this late 2022 batch? Kentucky Tea Batch? Or early 2023? It's, It's one of the two. But he saw that the Kentucky Tea Batch, which was a good one that they had, he said he saw it for like two hundred bucks, one ninety nine ninety nine, and that's a six year, you know, barrel proof product or whatever. Yeah. And right there, that's where I draw the line. They must have their fans, like Buff- Buffalo Trace has their fans, and ah, man, I don't know, people man. People just snatch it up. I always hear the negative side for Booker's. I mean, uh, back in the day, they were up there as fanboys for people when it was sixty bucks. Like it used to be a fifty nine ninety nine product. Do you think they just make less and less of it because people yeah. are not interested in it anymore, and that's why it's they so could, hard to find? They could do that, or they could do what Buffalo Trace is doing, making a lot of it and, and then, then just producing. It just <laughs> or just shipping out less of show it. Show up so anywhere? Go, yeah. So people go crazy over that. That irritates me so much. Yeah, because that, that place is way too big it's, for yeah. the availability to be so slim. Right. So they, they, they're cranking they, out... Years ago, they yeah. did that $1.2 billion edition. They're cranking out what they want because they like the way people go crazy over it. That's my opinion because it just doesn't make any sense. Well, it definitely doesn't make any sense just to not be able to find regular old Buffalo Trace. Because like Jack Daniels on the other hand, um like their single barrel products? Yeah. You could walk in a liquor store. Yeah. And see those regularly, even the gold label single barrel like the barrel proof one. Uh-huh. You see that a lot. And they're a big distillery and they're that that's a good product. People should be going crazy over that, but you still see it in the store. But yeah, if you're not a bourbon person, you're gonna know Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm. That's just how it goes. And it used to be that way with Jim Beam as well. But I still love Booker's. Till this day, I will buy it as long as I hear a good review of a certain batch. Um, oh, you got uh, like a list. Yeah, I, I watch some of the whiskey tutors or whatever that I have faith in mm-hmm. of what they think. Yeah. And, um, because they, they used to come out with four batches a year back in the day. Huh. Now I think they only do three or something like that. So three batches a year. Yeah, that was disappointing when we did that tour and they're like, Yeah, Jim Beam was that. They didn't impressive. have anything to buy other than a no, Jim Beam. No Bookers. Nine year old. Yeah. Or, or Knob Creek 9. Mm-hmm. Even when he did the tour, he didn't get a chance to buy anything like high quality. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just yeah. my take with I mean, what boogers. if we came from another country to go there, you know? It's like a big deal to, to do that trip. Yeah, I want to get a Knob Creek 12. You can't buy anything. Or a 15-year. Yeah. Right. But I'm glad that I was able to find this bottle, though. I mean, conversation piece, 2016, that was sitting on the shelf yeah. like in 2019 right. or early 2020, and it was just sitting there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I take that. 
but I like it. Yeah. It's just you know I like uh, I do buy Knob Creek every once in a while. It's not my go-to. It's not my favorite, but well, here's the thing: though. it's got a certain flavor f- profile yeah, that it's is different, all its own. Yeah, but like you, you like the not nine-year Knob Creek. Yeah, that's 120 proof. Yeah, and this is uh, what 127 in six years and seven months, and more expensive than the regular staple. You know, right. 120 proof nine-year that's on the shelf all the yeah. time. Yeah, that's so, why I wouldn't buy it. Yeah. I would so just stick, stick to Knob Creek. It's as good to me. Mm-hmm. Not to you, but to me. Yeah, I I agree with you. You start to look at the facts, and then you're like, Ashley, you know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if this is a good deal. Now, if it was fifty nine ninety nine, yes. Yeah. It's up there. If it was just a little more... You know, than Knob Creek. I would not be mad paying 60 bucks for a barrel-proof six-year-old bourbon that came out with three batches a year with a nice box. Yeah. Nice shaped bottle with the wax. It's like with a ribbon at it. And then they always have a name or a story with the batches that they got. Hmm. I would not be mad at that. Hmm. But when you're talking 130 and up with low availability now that you'd hardly ever see and you don't know the consistency of the batch. Right. It's like... Mm, There's no... Tr- you have no choice. Yeah, I don't know if I want to take my chance. That's not good. So, now when I buy it, I gotta hear a good review or something like that. See? No, Dogs. they're even mad about it. Yeah. <laughs> they know what I'm talking yeah. about. Alright. <clears throat> well... That's Let's wrap take. this up. That was a good episode. Yeah. Booker's Until is... next time. Yeah. All right. See you in the next episode, everybody. Booker, no.